do you continue to see from Ryan Lewis? And has he done enough to sort of solidify his spot? As that? I mean, he played, I think it was pretty much all the snaps at that CB2 kind of spot. Yeah. Has he done enough to sort of solidify his role there? I, I mean, I, I couldn't be more proud of how Ryan Lewis played last weekend. And I'm looking forward to this week of practice. You know, and we had pretty good, extensive, you know, day yesterday and he was grinding it out. But like, I thought Ry Lou did a good job for us. And, you know, it's always, you know, we always say it's day to day with the competition, but Ryan, Ryan did a good job on Sunday for us. And, you know, um, I'm looking forward to see how it plays out. Today will be the first real competitive day, to be honest with you, Jordan. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I want everybody just, you know, I want everybody on edge a little bit to, to have competing for their spot. But I think Ryan did a good job on Sunday. How do you sort of look at the two catches late that obviously Michael Gallup made? He he was the guy in coverage of pretty good catches, but I mean, do you yeah. really grade that against yeah. him? Or how do you look at it? I mean, they they get paid too, you know, and just you know, they they got good players. I mean, I put it more on me than anything, you know, you know that you know as you know that day goes by again. I'm going to Washington now, you know, and really the challenge they present with their players. I mean, they got great receivers, but you know. I mean, I always look at it like this. I could have done a better job, put them in a better spot, you know. But, I mean, I don't hold it against them if you're asking me that. It's a competitive situation. He's a great player. And we just got to get ready for this next one because, you know, they got, you know, we're talking McCorn. That guy is pretty good. He's a pretty good player. And we got to figure out ways to cover that guy along with the other receivers. But, you know, kind of moving forward. But I wouldn't hold it against them. I mean, they get paid to play as well. Yeah. Hey, Pat, what have you seen from Cam Brown and Carter Coughlin in terms of their progress and in terms of you know, how ready you think they are to, to contribute? I think I said it before with rookies, you know, the, the whole process of how these guys mature. Um, the first step you really see, I think, is when they start um, the, their study habits. You start – and you can see that, you know, like they're asking different questions. You know, like, again, most of their contribution has been on special teams, but you can see – the transition there. And I think part of it is they learn from some of the veterans, which is a good thing. We got a good group of veterans here that, that help those guys out. Then the second part of it that you, you know, that's a little subtle, but you can see it, but when they start taking care of their bodies, and they understand the importance of the commodity of their body. That's how they make their money. And it takes a while for those rookies to understand it, you know, because they were better than the whole time. You know, high school, they were better than College, they were better than Now it's like, oh no, this guy's just as good as me, as me or more talented, how can I make sure my body's at performing at its top um, at peak performance on Sunday? How do I get my body right? Whether it's nutrition, whether it's the extra stuff in the weight room, whether it's the extra conditioning out there. But in terms of the football part of it, the thing that stands out for me is how they're playing, like, I don't know the proper term, but like just the aggressiveness on special teams. You know, Cam stands out to me in terms of kickoff. We talk about it all the time. Kickoff, punt coverage, those that's P and 10. That's really the first play of a defensive possession. So the contribution there, you know, I've seen them split double teams, making a tackle. I'm like, you know that tackle counts for defense. All right, thanks. You just saved us the first down, you know? <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's a big part of it. I'm, you know, so I'm happy with those guys, how they're out there competing and understanding that the coverage units are an extension of the defense. And, you know, T-Mac does a great – that has nothing to do with me. That's with T-Mac and Tom and those guys getting that right and Joe, obviously. But I'll take I'll take the ball at the 17. I'll take it any time. <laughs> Don't leave me. Pat, can you hear me this week? Yes, sir, I can hear you. I can hear you. Progress. All right, good. Uh, Marcus Golden was down to like seven or ten defensive mm -hmm. snaps a couple weeks ago against the Rams. 
and now here he is after the Zimenez injury and the Carter injury back in a heavy workload. What did you see from a veteran during that time? Like, was he still as motivated as ever? Is he more motivated now that he's got his shot again? Did he hang his head at all when his playing time was cut like that? Where, where did you see him then, and where do you see him now? I see him now. I think I said it a few weeks ago, like, Give it time. The process will play out, and the, and the reps will, will come. And right now, he has a great opportunity, and it, it was going to come regardless because he's a good player. You know, I think just getting used to the system, I can't speak for him, but, like, getting used to the system, different terminology, you know, uh, getting comfortable with what we ask of those guys to do. He's done everything we've asked him to do, and he's tried he's, – and he's worked his, his tail off to get the stuff down what we're asking him to do. And then – sorry. Hello? Then you um then you see um then you see some of the production coming you know the half a sack last week you know the play on the backside of the run when he um, against the Rams so you're starting to see like okay here we, here we go and I I even said to him before the game I said stop playing let's go let's go and he gives you that look so like in terms of being down I mean I'm I'm sure there's some internal frustration there might have that set set in but he doesn't show it to me he comes to work every day. And he gives me that look, Pat, I'm ready to go. Like, when he, you know, I mean, you guys have met him. I mean, I know y'all can't meet anybody now, but when he gives you that look, he's ready to go, he's looking through your soul. Like, I like that. I like that. It lets me know we got a defensive player. So, no, no let's roll now. We, we got to get rolling. We got to get rolling for this week. We got, we got, we need that. We need that. Lombardo. Hey, Pat, how's it going, man? Good, good. How you doing? Good, good. Hey, um, I'm curious. You knew what Blake Martinez was when you brought him here, but just how valuable has he been to this particular defense and what stands out through the first five weeks? First five weeks, I mean, I think it's a, attributed to Blake and him maturing and attributed to Kevin Shear, his coach. Blake is playing the best football I've seen him play. I mean, I'm just that, that's just my opinion. He might disagree. Kevin might disagree. I think – the way he's approached it this year and really um, you know, grabbing the scheme and being our signal caller, being the leader of our defense, I think he's really taking hold of that. And, like, I think the thing that stands out to me, the fundamentals are showing up, you know, the tackling, you know, the, um, the footwork, how he's affecting uh, the pass game, both in the rush and in coverage. And I really think he's playing at a high level. And it's what we wanted. I've always loved Blake because I know Blake is never satisfied. I prefer players like that. Whether you're making every tackle or you make two tackles, you're never satisfied. And he's a smart player. You could put a lot on his plate. Now, the thing I have to be careful of is putting too much on his plate because I got to let him play. He doesn't have to shoulder everything. He doesn't have to put everything on his shoulder. Got to let him play. Let him, you know, so he doesn't have to press. So he let him play. That's that's that's. I got to get that right for him. Because I mean, I love that guy. I love him. I love his wife. I love his kids. Like. I, I love that guy because he the way he goes about it. So I mean, I gotta do a better job of not putting too much on him. Let him play, and he's but he's done everything we've asked. And I think a lot of the improvement's been from Kevin. I, I always tell Kevin, I'm like, you way better coach than I was. I mean, I thought I was coaching him, but no, not really. <laughs> Playing a lot better with you than he did with me. <laughs> hey Pat, uh, with respect to James Bradbury, when he's playing at the level he's played in five weeks. What does that allow you to do as a play caller, as someone who's scheming up game plan week to week? Mm -hmm. I know the obvious, but if you could take behind the scenes a little bit, what does it allow you to do with Bradbury? Well, 
I like this this narrative of me scheming up stuff week to week. <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm telling you. It's, it's collective whatever we do. But if you take a look at the tape, I'm just telling you, like, what we're trying to do is tackle, get off of blocks, defend the deep part of the field, and communicate. So it's not going to change. That's the core of what we do. So I don't know if that's scheming it up. But in terms of James and what he allows us to do, James is a, uh, a perimeter corner that – um, is held in uh, high regard throughout the league, and people respect him because of his play. And he allows us to, you know, whether we want to isolate him on a particular receiver or free up – it also might free up for us to help guys in different places. So that's how you kind of got to look at it, and it goes into the game plan part. So, you know, you get the suggestions from Joe, suggestions from Jerome, myself. We have input to figure out how we're going to do that. And then from there, it makes – then you game plan. I guess that's part where the scheme comes up of how you're going to deploy the guys. But for James' um, unique set of skills, I mean, the ball skills are there, like, you know, the way he breaks up passes. Um, his reaction and his anticipation are there, which, you know, that helps us in terms of when we're in our zone coverages. And then in man coverage, his ability to sink his hip and stay with his man and have good eye control, it, it makes it, you know, okay, you're not worried about this side of the field or that part or that guy. Not all the time, but like, you know, you could say, okay, we're taking care of that. We get help over here. So that's one thing that comes into play with it. But I would say, I'll be, I got to mention this too, Bradbury tackles too. That, that's another thing. Like, so people talk about the coverage part, but, you know, he's playing cloud corner, cracker place off a of four under three deep. Um, when the guy catches the ball that played down against Dallas, um, on the, the bubble screen they threw out there, the tear screen they threw out there, he got off the block and defeated the block and made the tackle. That's what I appreciate about him. You know, I appreciate that. Plus, his work in the classroom, but he's a guy that tackles. I, I love that about him, too. Hi, Leonard. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pat. Uh, do you think that your pass rush is making the opposing quarterbacks uncomfortable enough? I, you know what? I, I, you have to ask them. I, I just remember the. I know this. I, I, what I look for is how we're affecting the passer, you know, whether it's quarterback hits, pressures, sacks, stuff like that. I think if I had to guess, I think they feel us. But, again, five weeks, has it been enough? Probably not because we haven't won a game. So it comes down to what's going to happen this week. And, you know, the O-line for Washington, they're pretty good. You know, they've got Moses over there, a pretty solid anchor over there on the right side. we got to figure out ways to, to affect the quarterback, whoever's playing the quarterback this week. And what I mean by affect, I, what I would prefer – um, whether it's sacks. I, I want to win the game first and foremost, but I want to make sure after the game, did the quarterback feel us? That's what I want to understand. Like, did he feel our presence? Like, does his body feel us? Does he, you know, does he have a hard time picking up his kids the next day? Like, that, you know, that's when I would feel good. But, you know, you have to ask those guys. But, I mean, I think we got guys that do a good job of putting pressure on the quarterback, and obviously we got to do some more, you know, along with stopping the run more. But, um I think I think they feel us, but you know we'll see. It's really you know how it is with the NFL. It's what what, what you do for me lately. So we gotta see what we do against Washington at home, and you know give our fans something to cheer about with that. So we got we gotta affect these guys if they're gonna pass the ball. And uh, end of half, end of half, end of game defense, you know, shows up in Dallas. You know, any any things that you're drawing from those situations now, like why it's still an issue? Yeah, I mean, I gotta get better. I gotta get better. I gotta get better. I got. I gotta call it better. I gotta put the guys in a better spot. Does it keep me up at night? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, it keeps me up at night. I gotta figure it out. It's a week five. We go into week six. I gotta figure it out. No different than what we would tell our players. No different than what we tell our kids. I I have to figure it out. I have to figure it out. That's the plan. 
We got time for two more. Uh, Tom Kenneman and Tom Rock Kenneman. Hey, Patrick. How are you doing? Yep. Good. Um, quick, quick question. How mm -hmm. much do you have to change the game plan? Because with Haskins not playing quarterback, does that take a dimension out of their game? Um, in terms of what? Um, just like... Running with running, quarterback. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, you know, you talk about Allen, and I know Smith, you know, we all know how he used to run. I mean, I mean, well, we'll see. I don't know. He might be running this week. Who knows? But um, I think he's still got prepared because their offense, it seems like they got an element of it, whoever's in there, you know, where there's a possibility for them to take the ball. But, um, I mean, Haskins, they're all different quarterbacks, if that answers your question, Tom, right? So, like, they're all different quarterbacks, so you have to take account, like, okay, what you're thinking with Allen, what you're thinking with Haskins, what would you be thinking with Smith? So, I would, I would say to a certain degree, yes, but – I, I don't know if the running part of it, I'm trying to think. Um, again, I think the running part of it, I think I think they all are capable of pulling it. You know, like, Allen, he scored a touchdown down in the red area. It was a scramble. I got it. But, like, he scored a touchdown. He has some athleticism. Even the one sack he had against the Rams, he he pump faked on the boot, got the guy, beat him to the edge right there, beat another guy, and then they ran him out of bounds for the sack. So, I mean, he could move a little bit. So, as I say, I'm like, hey, he could boogie a little bit. We got to be ready for him. So Okay. All right. Thank you. Last one here, Tom Rock. Pat, can you just talk about uh, Ty Crowder and sort of the the evolution that he's made during his rookie season? I know you talked a little bit about. Um, you know, you Cam threw me off for a second saying Ty Crowder. I'm like, who in the world? Tay, Tay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Good? Tay Crowder. I was like, man, y'all got give me the, who's that guy? Who's that? <laughs> when you say Ry Lou, I have to think. Oh yeah, no doubt. I know. So so Tay Crowder. Yep. Um, uh, and, and can he can he be the guy that takes a little bit of that off of Blake Martinez that you were talking about? I'm telling you, Blake. Blake told me he's like, well, I, you know, I don't want to speak for Blake, but Tay is a smart football player. He's a young football player, so he has a lot to go, a lot to learn. But he's very aware. I, I I do appreciate that. It wasn't too big for him. I think I said that the other week. And so, like even this week, you can see he's building in confidence. The questions coming out. Hey, go over that again. Like, and it's not like like he wasn't paying attention. It's like. He's trying to register, okay, if the back does this, if the tight end does this, he's trying to figure it out. But he's definitely someone that can handle um, information. Like he handled it at Georgia. You know, that's one of the things that drew us to him as a, um, as a, a potential prospect. So I think he could help. But, you know, well, he, he's still young. He's got to learn. But he, he has some awareness out there to answer your question. He definitely has some awareness. And what did Blake say about him? Uh, you got to ask Blake. I mean, but I, 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 I know Blake appreciates – his, 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 the guys in this room, but like Tay Tay, I like, you know, Tay does a good job of talking out there and it, it's, it's pretty solid.